Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Ted In Your Head podcast. I'm Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. I'm the host of this podcast, and I help people to get out of their own way, I guess would be one way to put it. Why do I, what do I mean by that? Well, it's our thinking, right? It said, and this was by, um, oh God, what was his name? Zig Ziglar said, most people are six inches from success, the distance between their two ears, <laughs> right? So that's what I help people do. I help people have a success mindset. And if you don't have such a good success mindset and you want to work on that, I'll tell you how to get in touch with me at the end of the show. But for now, let's get into today's podcast, how to keep from being a nasty witch or freaking ogre. <laughs> so it's kind of getting towards Halloween. We're in October. So I'm thinking about witches, thinking about ogres, thinking about you know, crazy stuff like that. And um, what I mean by being a nasty witch or a freaking ogre, I'm talking about those times when we're crabby, irritable, unhappy, downright nasty, right? We're short, we're complaining. You know, that's when people start telling us things like, wow, you are sure being a nasty witch today. Or man, you're being such a freaking absolute ogre today. Nothing against witches or ogres. I know there's good witches out there and good ogres with big hearts like Shrek. <laughs> I'm talking about when you're being the worst example of those kind of things, right? And you know what I mean when I say nasty witch and freaking absolute ogre. Okay, so maybe not in those exact words. Sometimes we can't even put a finger on why we're irritable or crabby. You know? You know what I mean? Like, why am I so irritable? Why am I so crabby? I'm such a bad mood. I don't even know why. I would suggest that's a sign it's time to give yourself some time to yourself. We're all trying to get our wants and needs met. But first, we need to be clear about what they are. We can't get our wants and needs met unless we know what they are. Most of us are a collection of many different wants, needs, and desires pulling us in many different directions. Of all the things that I hear in my office, this is the most common. One part of me wants this, and another part of me wants that. And usually one part is unhappy with the other part because it's not doing what the first part wants it to do, like quit smoking or get more motivated to exercise. Can you relate? I can. And if you throw job and family responsibilities into the mix, things can get pretty complicated. It's easy to avoid thinking about something within us that needs attention until we can no longer ignore it. In my opinion, many people have no clue who they are because they've never spent much time with themselves. Why don't people want to spend time with themselves? Because... It means they have to come face-to-face -face with their own issues, their own problems. When you spend time with yourself, then it's very 
very often that you have to say, you know what, I'm not living my life true to myself, or I'm ignoring this problem that is driving me crazy and I need to address it, or I'm not happy, right? Most people want to just repress that or, you know, sweep it under the rug. So taking time for you and being with yourself can be one of the greatest gifts you can give to yourself because it results in self-knowledge. And let's face it, to solve a problem, we have to identify the problem. I mean, you know, you have to get to the point where you say to yourself, I'm not happy in order to start working on being happy. But if you never acknowledge that to yourself because you're constantly distracting yourself from your own unhappiness using the myriad of distractions available to us, then you'll never get to that point where you can begin to solve the problem. So I would suggest that taking time for you, taking time for yourself, it's a way to honor yourself as well as your wants and needs and to get clear about what those are. And this is a, it's not a luxury, it's a necessity. If you are in a relationship such as marriage, that relationship grows out of time spent with each other, right? I mean, you wouldn't have much of a marriage if you never spent time with your spouse. Even if you have kids, an effort needs to be made to nurture those relationships by spending time with your kids. In the same way, it's necessary to develop a relationship with yourself by spending time doing something you enjoy, spending time with yourself. So many people don't want to be alone. They don't want to be with themselves because they don't like themselves or they can't be with their own thoughts. That's no way to live. Now, we all have responsibilities, right? Things we need to do, places we need to be. The idea of taking time to yourself might appear to be impossible, if not downright ridiculous and unnecessary for some people. Yet, the whole idea of transformation involves moving towards freedom and away from constraint or bondage. To be free means you have a choice, a choice as to who you want to be and what you want to do. However, it's easy to get caught up in being who you think you should be according to someone else's standards. In a, a recent podcast, not recent, but a few podcasts back, I talked about how we can become zombies from overwhelm and we can become like the walking dead. Never taking time for yourself to do what you enjoy or like to do can result in irritability, stress, tension, and becoming difficult to live with for yourself as well as others. Now, I have a wife. I have a couple of kids. These are relationships that need time and attention, lots of it. My relationship with myself also needs time and attention. Most of the time, I get along with me, but sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'm critical of me. Sometimes I don't like myself. Sometimes I'm downright mean to me or careless with me. It can get so bad that I end up not liking myself very much. Ever been there? It's better to be your own best friend. If you're upset with your friend and that relationship is important, then you'll eventually want to have a conversation with that friend to resolve whatever it is that's coming between you. But first, you need to, you need to spend time with that friend. You need to communicate with that friend and be clear what the issue is. Let me give you some ideas for hanging out with yourself and being cool with it. So learn to be comfortable with yourself. Learn to enjoy your own company. It's not so easy if you're not used to it. The constant need to be with others can be an addiction. You can become dependent on that. And it can 
it, and the constant need to be with others can be a distraction from what ails you deep inside. Take a walk, read a book, go to a park or museum by yourself. This is time to rejuvenate and calm your mind. It might mean taking a day off work, giving a day to yourself. I would suggest that journaling is a very powerful way to be with yourself, to get intimate with your thoughts and feelings, get them out of your head, put them on paper where you can examine them with more of a sense of detachment. Of course, I have to tell you, hypnotherapy is one very effective way to get present to what's going on in your head and in your life. Any kind of therapy, talking to a friend, priest, or counselor, is a very valuable time to give to yourself to explore your inner life which is the most important part of your life because all else is a reflection of that inner life. Everything you see outside of you, simply a reflection of what's going on inside of you. Exercise, yoga, mindfulness practice like meditation are other ways to spend quality time with yourself. Take yourself out to dinner. Take a drive just to drive and listen to music. Learn to enjoy your own company. In our busy world, Most people will not do this until crisis occurs. Then taking time might be a short stay in the hospital. It doesn't have to come to that. Give yourself what you need on a regular basis, and you will notice that not only will people want to spend more time with you, but you'll be happier with yourself. Then the only time you need to be an ogre or a witch is at Halloween. So there you go. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast because spending time with me, my alone time is so valuable to me and brings so much return to me in terms of peace and happiness and calm and and kind of self-knowledge. And it's something I, I feel very strongly about. I hope that this uh, podcast today has made an impact on you. I thank you for taking the time to listen to my podcast. As you probably already know, you can get in touch with me if you want to work with me, tedmoreno.com. Click on the contact menu. I offer a free 30-minute phone or in-person consultation to talk about what you need and if we're right fit to work together. If you want to check out all the podcasts I've done, you can go to tedinyourhead.com. Uh, also, I want to mention that I can work with anybody anywhere, even though I'm here in Southern California. And please reach out to me via social media. I'd love to hear from you. So in closing, let me leave you with a quote by the spiritual writer, Lala Desia, or is it Lala Delia? Sorry, Lala Delia, spiritual writer. She says, keep taking time for yourself until you're you again. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. Bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Ted In Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, it's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.